Welcome to The Kind Faith for Couples. We're committed to helping couples thrive in real, honest, and hope-giving ways. Marriage is hard, so let's be kind. Hi, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, I'm Jeff. I'm Marcy. And welcome to The Kind Faith for Couples. We're talking about gifts at Christmas time, and we've got a gift that gets overlooked often, and we're going to talk about that today. It is the Wednesday before Christmas on Friday, and so we got a few things going on. We have a huge, <laughs> monumental, global thing happening, and the deadline's tomorrow. Our, <laughs> yeah, so hurry up and make your Yoda Christmas cookies, um, and hashtag... Take a picture, hashtag um, kind Yoda um, on, on, on Instagram, Instagram. Uh-huh. and we're um, having an international um, competition for that from Israel and the UK and Africa, so it's going to be fun. So jump in, it'll be a blast, and then like us, subscribe, and important news is if you're not up for watching this, you can download the podcast anywhere you look for podcasts. Uh, we're using the Anchor app to upload podcasts so you can listen to this. We'd love for you to either listen and rate us or watch and like us and subscribe. We would love it. So let's dive into what we're talking about this week. It's a gift that is so important. It, it It's the foundation of this whole Christmas season. Right. God became man so that he could die for our sins on the cross and provide new life and bring in his kingdom. That's it's the whole thing. Forgiveness kind of lies at the heart of this Christmas season. That's the great gift. So the gift is forgiveness. Forgiveness. <laughs> and we often forget to to bring that into our marriages and give that to one another. I think, at least for me, when we got married, my thought was here's this person and she's going to love me better than anybody else has. She's going to understand me better than anyone else has, which she has and does. As best as I can. (laughs) But I don't think, I didn't think that forgiveness was going to be a thing that I was going to have to practice within my marriage. I don't know. Maybe I was just naive or ignorant. We're talking about practice. Practice. (laughs) So, so... Forgiveness and and practicing forgiveness is so important in marriage and and I think what, what at least what happened to me did it happen to you you can talk about this for yourself but I I began to get hurt in our marriage and instead of moving first to exercise a muscle of forgiveness I suffered or I kept score oh totally. Right, you suffer or you keep score, and that doesn't give you forgiveness. So you're, or lend you to being forgiving, and um, it's, and it happens. I mean, it can happen at the wedding, where as soon as you say "I do," you're at the reception, and something happens, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, we couldn't even get an hour into this relationship, and we're needing to forgive." Yeah. So. So, so we, we, we tend to move our relationships into scorekeeping relationships where we're, right. we're, we're winning points. I mean, you hear it all the time in culture, right? You're going to win a lot of points for that one. Um, <laughs> you brought her flowers. Are you, and and we're, we're constantly keeping this balance. And, and we're also suffering through. And then I think there's a third one. And it's, it's we're, we're constantly working to change the other. To make behavior shifts, 
to get them to do things so that we're less annoyed or irritated. And, and, and all of those things happen, and we're going to talk about all of those things, but it's the forgiveness part that we forget. Right, because you have to remember, once again, 67% of all of your conflicts are not resolvable. So therefore, you have a lot of forgiving to do. That's three quarters of your conversations need to be forgiven practically. There's going to be a lot of hurt. <laughs> right, because you're so different. Yeah. So that's... So, do you choose to keep score and keep, well, you know, you did this 20 years ago, so therefore you did this 10 years ago, and, or whatever, and you just keep score of how many times the trash wasn't taken out on Tuesday because Wednesday's trash day or whatever. Um, you have to just forgive and let it go. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about giving the gift of forgiveness. And, and what does forgiveness mean? And what does forgiveness mean? So back on the message podcast, and you can go back and watch the messages we started with talking about forgiveness. There's a, a three-part process to forgiveness, and we'll take up the other two next week. But the first part is to humanize. The second is to release the right of vengeance. And the third is to allow your feelings or the story to change. In forgiveness but before we get into that first one we need to m make a difference there's a difference between forgiving and, and reconciling. reconciling do you want to talk about that well forgiving is um, not necessarily forgiving is l letting go of the um, the offense and reconciling is having somebody feel what you felt. I mean, that's vengeance, but we're going to talk about that more next week. So, but for today, for forgiveness, um, you have to recognize, I guess the first part is that you have to recognize that there has been, you have had an offense or a wound. And that could have been because of your stuff. You know, like, why am I wounded that the trash wasn't taken out on time? Because we had a con we had a verbal contract that he takes out the trash. So why am I offended by that? Go ahead. Yeah, so the offense is the key. <laughs> that's that's the trigger. So when you feel offended, as opposed to suffering, scorekeeping, or working to change, and, and maybe some of those things need to happen, the first question that should be asked is, is there something I need to forgive here? Is there something I need to, to offer forgiveness around because I, I, I was wronged or hurt or things weren't fair or it was unjust? And so, so that's the first, first part of this whole thing is finding your triggers those times when you realize you need to forgive. We'll walk into reconciliation later because that is, you're right, it is about sharing feelings and about having them understand what you've gone through. That's reconciliation in a way that rebuilds trust so that you can restore relationship. Right. That's reconciliation, the restoration of relationship. Forgiveness is something I can do by myself. I don't, you don't need to do anything for me to forgive. Right. So 
The but first... I do need you to take out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. There's a whole lot of things that need to happen. But in forgiveness, what's the trigger? And then the next piece, the first step of forgiveness is to humanize. To, to, to acknowledge the humanness. And for me, just being vulnerable, the first step is not to humanize Marcy, but to be human myself. Right. And to realize that I'm not perfect. And then approach that from a place where I'm, I'm not perfect. And then allow her to not be perfect. Right. Thank you for that. So recognizing the... Okay. I was in a um, group class and we were talking about affirmations, which we've talked about, like I think from our second couples podcast. And one of the affirmations is you are as a child and you always have been fallible. And that is the hardest thing to say, I am and I always will be fallible because we are so prone in our culture to go for the A. It's like you can't, you can't acknowledge fallibility or vulnerability. You have to be perfect. And for heaven's sake, we only have one perfect person that ever lived, which is Christ, the perfect Savior. So to recognize that I am and I always have been fallible and say it, and Jeff is and he always will be fallible. It's not that he's trying to tick me off. I'm, he's busy and he's got things on his mind and he isn't intending to not take the trash out. He just missed it or skipped it. And sometimes it. I'm a dork. Well, okay, well maybe sometimes and, he was. And but. sometimes I'm selfish and sometimes I'm angry and judgmental and bitter and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So right. we're, we're not perfect. But when I humanize myself, when I realize I need to start doing work of forgiveness and then I start to humanize myself and say, Hey, I'm human. I'm not perfect. It allows me to then humanize Marcy and say, she's not perfect. She's, she can be grumpy. She can um, fly off the handle. She can be, have a short temper. Or just have a bad day. Uh-huh. You know, you're just tired because of those 67%. Yeah, that ha- and that helps start the thing, yeah. the process. And then the second part is to look to intentions. I, a phrase that I've used um, often is we judge other people by their behavior, but we want to be judged by our intentions. And it's a great gift in this process of forgiveness to listen into the intentions of our spouse, not just focus on the behavior. Well, you um, parked the car in the wrong space or you took the trash cans out at the wrong day. But there, what's the intention under that? The intention was to do the right thing, maybe. But at least it's, it's beginning to honor your spouse by looking beyond just the behavior and into the intentions. What were they intending to do? And it may have been, they're just tired and didn't have the energy to do what what they needed to do. And so their intention was they just needed rest. And that's humanizing them and looking at their intentions. Right, and at least the car got parked. (laughs) (laughs) Or the trash cans got out, you know, so. Or dinner wasn't, might not have been the dinner that you wanted, but at least there's food on the table. So there's a component of grace. Yeah, and that's a great, we didn't have that written down, but that is a really great point. That that part of this forgiveness process is perspective giving to ourselves to, to, to put the offense in context. Right. How, how, how 
bad of an offense is it? And then it may be horrible. So, but, but put it in its context because a lot of times I give way more energy than I should to offenses that are, that, that don't, um, that don't warrant the kind of energy I give them, give to them. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) So do I. (laughs) So do I. We, we totally do. And then, and then I would, we'll, we'll, we'll close with this in terms of humanizing and then, and then we'll talk about where we're going next week, but we also um, forget that we're married to people who are constantly changing. Well, one of the things, one of the examples that, that we, we talked about, and this could get a little awkward, and someday we'll talk in detail about <laughs> sex, but have you ever noticed that every sexual encounter is different? The thing that, the way you wanna to be touched, the things that please you, the things that please them, it's different every time. Your spouse is is different and so we want to lock people in patterns and we want to expect um, certain behavior in certain ways based on certain inputs and humans aren't that way I I think that's why we cling to tradition so much right and wouldn't it be nice when okay whoever comes home first that you come home and you go okay we're we know that there's gonna be um, relative normalcy walking in the house versus you know you've got a tiger on the tail um walking in the house and your spouse is just super frustrated about whatever that could have happened with the kids or with work or whatever and really annoyed that that trash can didn't get put out on the curb and I know all you guys are going to be helping us take our trash cans now out and it's Friday by the way is our trash day but <laughs> but, but that's the thing is that you want to come in and have a pattern of, okay, great. I'm like, I can count on this routine at home to be relatively normal, but someday you're going to come like Jeff would come home and I'd be completely against a deadline at work and trying to get laundry done and dinner done. And then there's, you know, coaching your child about, um, multiplication tables or whatever and you're helping with homework and it's complete mayhem and he walks in the door and is expecting me to um you know greet him with the six second kiss or whatever and they're (laughs) it's just not gonna happen but there you go go ahead what do you want to say well where were you going with that so are were you saying that that's a point where where i need to exercise forgiveness because your world is is well, I was thinking about getting into their world. Sometimes you have a bad day, which is what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. We talk very differently. Yeah, but that that's that is helpful, and and really, I think that's the summary of this of this whole thing. There's there's a note when you're offended, and realize that that's a moment to forgive. B, move into the process of forgiveness by humanizing the person, and then the humanizing is getting into their world and exercising understanding. That's probably the greatest gift because I don't think there's a single thing here that we talked about that wasn't about moving toward understanding and compassion and empathy for, for your spouse. And that's a, that's a huge gift to give. And, and it's a, not a one-time gift. It's over and over and could be multiple times a day, multiple times an hour. Um, I'm not talking about abuse. I'm just talking about 
when times are um, chaotic, like they are Christmas times, at Christmas time, we need to show even an extra portion of grace. And so I think the gift for this week is forgiveness wrapped with a bow of grace. Hmm. And, <laughs> and more forgiveness and more forgiveness. And, and to your point, it's something that happens over and over again because we're married to humans who are going to offend us over and over again. But also with the deeper wounds, forgiveness, forgiveness isn't a one-time deal. It's something that we have to revisit and revisit. I have a few incredibly deep wounds in my life, people who who betrayed me very deeply. And I can say, I forgive you, but then I have to go back and forgive them again. And in some ways it circles and goes deeper and deeper. And while I say forgiveness isn't a one-time thing, it, it, it is true for God, it is, right? And so yes. it, it puts the pressure on us to feel like I have to, I got, Jesus died on the cross, forgave me once for all, it's all done. So that's how I should be able to operate. And in a perfect world, yes, but he's God who has all of that power to understand, to see, to empathize, and can forgive all once and for all. To think that I can do that means I'm kind of elevating myself to a level of power that I don't have that really is reserved for God. And so for me, this discipline of consistent forgiveness becomes important, especially around deep wounds. Right, and it's not, what did you say on the very first um, thing that we either um, act when we're offended, we either act... Um, oh, we either suffer right, or we keep score. Right, so to not, you don't wanna go into the suffer category. So. Um, okay, I'm going back to the trash can thing, but it's like I can either go walk outside. Clearly that was an issue. It wasn't an issue, but it's just funny. So, so I can either, and it's not an issue because we have a son who takes the trash out. So, um, but you can, I can either walk out there and grumbling and it's like, oh, poor me, I'm taking out the trash again because he didn't do it. Or it's just like, dang it, he hasn't done it. I've done it every week this month, you know, and then just get angry. So you don't want to go into suffering, and suffering is kind of a deal, especially for women. And um, so we need to keep it in perspective and what's happening. It's just the trash, it's just dinner, it's just whatever. Sometimes there are bigger issues that this isn't um, a break, I mean this it's isn't- It's not a panacea, this doesn't solve all problems, right? Oh, panacea, okay, that was a good word. I don't even know what that means. But anyway, <laughs> it doesn't solve all the problems. But, but it's, um, I just wanted to make that point. It's yeah. Like, you don't wanna go into suffering because you just do need to address it and you do need to- or, Nor do you wanna go into scorekeeping. Neither right. of those are good things. And we'll talk about that. In the That's new good. year, we're gonna be talking about don't make the mistakes we made. <laughs> and so that those will weave their there are way many. <laughs> those will weave their way into it. But but here's the here's the deal. Give the gift of forgiveness this season. Make sure that you when you ex are offended, use that as a trigger to move into forgiveness and the first part is to humanize. Next week we'll talk about the next two parts and bring clarity around those. We're excited about that. And so we look forward to those conversations. Thank you for tuning in. And 
like us, subscribe to us, rate us if you're listening on a podcast, and uh, help us continue to do this ministry that we're so passionate about. We really, we really take Ephesians four thirty two seriously. Be kind to one another, forgiving one another. And we want to put on display the love of Christ by being kind. So let's be kind. Thanks for listening. We're so glad you came and joined us today. You can find out more about us at thekindfaith.org. Thank you.